Hello, fellow listeners, and welcome to a completely normal and regular show with no problems whatsoever called Gone Will Hunting. I am one of your hosts. I am Devin. My pronouns are he, him. I'm Sky, another host. My pronouns are they, them. I'm a little sick today, so excuse my audio. Hello, I'm Emery. My pronouns are he, she, they. And you know the meme that says problem with a sassy expression? I am looking at that meme and saying, no, it's normal today. <laughs> no, we're totally fine here. Everything's normal in the set of episodes that we have. Everyone is completely normal. Nothing weird or strange or gross happens. Yeah. All fine. One of the, yeah, just let's get it fucking out of the way. The second episode in this set is called Date with Palms, so just, just content warning for pedophilia. We're, hmm, we're back in it, folks. I'm gonna have a lot to say, so. Yeah, me too. Unfortunately, I have a lot to say on this one. Uh-huh. I have a lot to say. Unfortunately, that episode does contain, like, the highest number count so far of he said in a completely hetero way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I will true. bring those up every single Un- time. Yeah, well, okay. Unfortunately, it is also a vessel for Kilowa to be jealous. So there's that. <laughs> it is com- a vessel for Kilowa to be like, I am completely normal and platonic. But first, before we get to a date with Palm. We have so much to get through before we even get there, because I keep thinking, well, I can't even say yet. I can't. Listeners, (laughs) reach in to your local mom and you will find a friend and baby. (laughs) Oh, man. I keep thinking about that and I'm like, I'm going to go off. And then I think about everything that we had to get into. after. (laughs) Anyways. Um, so you remember last week when um, the queen's pussy exploded and she was dying on the floor mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Colt went to some humans and was like, hey, um, can we like, please go save my mom now? Please, I'm begging of you. Um, what if they just like flew to an entire new city? What if they just left? What if, yeah, what if they went back to Hunter headquarters and, you know, made a few phone calls? What if they were like, okay, well, we'll go save your mom right now. Um, it'll just take maybe like a week. Actually, like, we 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 don't necessarily get this information yet, but I'm fi- I'm figuring they can probably go back and forth pretty easily using Nov's power, which is incredibly funny that they're like, we'll leave in four. There's a scene where like later they talk about like getting called like people to help his mom and they're like okay we'll leave in four hours to go do that i'm like what do you mean four hours you guys can teleport (laughs) just go do that now go save her this instant (laughs) it's so funny they're like um time is of the essence so yes i will go with you to a complete other city to a completely different city no one will question it whatsoever no one will be like is that a flying bird man so so we got we got Netero at the Hunter headquarters making a phone call, you know, talking about the queen and her exploded pussy and she's dying. Um yeah, so yeah, just sort of assembling a team together of like doctors who are going to and and chimera ant experts who are going to like go help out with that. Also, he's just like holding a straight razor throughout this scene and that he he's that's a s- surprise tool for later. 
Mm-hmm. Um, for about two minutes from now. Yeah. <laughs> Goat's gonna get a shave. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, basically. Nav and Morel are also there, and then Nedro's like, we need your help too, Colt. And then, surprise, Colt steps out of the shadows, except we kind of, we could have probably assumed that he's been there all along. <laughs> yeah. We probably did assume that. He was like, okay, well, you guys can leave. I'll be right here. Now stay right here and not do anything. I will just sit simply while you guys run off and do God knows what. So Netero like is like, damn. So the king is born. Hmm, that's something. Something that's sure something, ain't it? And he uh, takes his straight razor and he cuts like the little like ponytail on top of his head. It's symbolic. And they're like, Netero, what are you doing? And we get the intro. And when we come back, Netero um just got a full makeover. Oh mm-hmm. my god. Let's talk about Netero real quick. Netero said oh. it's my turn for a trip. Netero said Smash or pass. Netero said hmm. Gilf rising. <laughs> the season of the Gilf over here. <laughs> you know what? Smash anime Netero, uh, not manga Netero, because we're gonna get to it. He's looking <laughs> manga a Netero lot. Netero looks like a goblin. Yeah. yeah. He's looking he's definitely looking like a lot more fucking sinister in the manga. <laughs> and like, don't don't trust this man. Yeah, he's got some stuff going on. Yeah, like fucking anime not Netero looks like they're like, oh, I can't wait to show like a jacked grandpa on mm-hmm. screen. <laughs> Manga Netero is like, this dude will kill your family for fun. <laughs> <laughs> this dude will beat the shit out of a 12 year old. He loves to do it. He does. Yeah. Yeah, he's just wearing some like tight athletic shorts and a t and and a legendary t-shirt that is spoken of only in rumors and myths. That's right. Yeah, he shows up, he's wearing his tight compression shorts and he's wearing his famous heart t-shirt. That's right. And Morel just goes, Nov, could that be and novice is like, yes, it is his heart t-shirt that is only spoken of in rumors and legends. He must really it's red it's rumored he only wears that when he plans on going all out. Wait a minute. Just, I just had a fucking brain realization. I Yeah. This is this is nothing but like you know, this is like a white t-shirt with blue sleeves and apparently it has the character for heart on it. This is just Rookie's t-shirt from Tamers. Yes. <laughs> Nero watches Digimon Tamers. And he favorite show it's his favorite show he wears it for good luck <laughs> tim what do you think netro thinks about political correctness <laughs> uh, we have to decide if Netero's a republican <laughs> we have no to deci- i mean <laughs> is netro a libertarian i i netro has a very fast and loose relationship with the law <laughs> yeah I mean, he's he's either a libertarian or he's like an old white liberal who's like, you know, I love the gays. Oh, and like, you know, trans trans transsexual and transgender people when they have dysphoria, you know, like <laughs> that's what he that's the vibes I get from him. Netero is a um, he is a he is a social he's um fiscally conservative and. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> liberally uh whatever that's right um he is a sovereign citizen so he does Mm. believe himself a corporation and he does not let the law tell him what to do 
And that's just Netero. That's someone we should all know. He also hates political correctness, John. Yeah. <laughs> he hates it so much. <laughs> um, so Netero is in his hot gilf outfit, and everyone's like, damn, is he really in that? And he's like, hey, Colt, uh, check this out. And he flexes his aura, and everyone's like, holy shit, that's some sick fucking aura, dude. That that feels great. That Oh, my God, look at that aura. That feels great. <laughs> and he's like, hey, Colt. Hey Colt, how do I how do I stack up against the king? You saw him. How how do I stack up? Is it is mine bigger? And Colt says, <laughs> "Bro, you're gonna fucking die." <laughs> yeah, bro, you're not even gonna get past the royal guards. And Netero Netero thinks this is great. He's like, "Oh, you mean the chaos emeralds?" This, I'm I'm so happy about this. I'm I'm so old, and I was worried that I was never gonna get another challenging fight again in my entire life. Yeah, he's very funny because he went from like, you know, the beginning of like him being in this arc being like, oh, man, I think these guys might like kill me like this might be the end. And now he's like, shit, these guys might kill me. This might be the end. He's gone through all the stages of grief. He's put on his favorite T-shirt. He's gotten jacked again. (laughs) He feels great right now. He's like, I am ready to fucking go out in a blaze of glory. Let's fucking go, dude. That's right. He's like, that catboy can tear me apart, and I'll be smiling the whole time. So he says, well, that's great. I'll be there. He looks, he chuckles darkly. And then he says, okay, well, uh, Morel, Nov, your students, um, your students are like choosing victors today. So you want to go meet them in uh, the NGL? And they're like, where are you going, boss? And he's like, I'm going to go meet with an old friend. Ha ha ha. Haha. <laughs> I wonder who it could be. Anyways, that's that scene. Yep, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah, that's that scene. And uh we go back to the hive. That's that's the next thing. Colt takes them all back and um they realize that uh pretty much everyone left. Um the scary like koala gunman who was all like I hate <laughs> humans, I hate them all. He's still here. Yeah. He's just chilling. Biden. He He's just like, hanging uh, out. Getting drunk, which is fun for him. No, that's water. Is it? Yeah, he's staying hydrated. Mm, good for him. <laughs> he's just vibing in there. He's <laughs> like, I'm getting, he's like, I'm not getting fucking paid to leave. So yeah, he's still here. Um, all of our new friends who started getting speaking lines last episode when Peggy died, um, they're here too. Um, and they court, they they go, they gather up, and we're we're gonna do surgery on an ant. They did surgery yeah. on an ant. <laughs> it's time for emergency pussy surgery. That's right. Emergency exploded pussy surgery. We got to get her in here stat. She broke her pussy bones. They got to try to put them back together. <laughs> we got to reform these pussy bones before they heal all wrong. Mm-hmm. Colt um, says, please, you have to save her. Use my pussy if you have to. <laughs> and the doctor said your pussy doesn't match. <laughs> we don't even know if your pussy is the right fit. He says, I don't have time for thinking about if it doesn't fit. Use my pussy. <laughs> the doctors are like, yeah, the kind of different generations of ants are like almost completely different species. I hate to break it but you to you, but you do have a cloaca. funny these guys Wait, so we decided last uh, episode that the uh-huh. king did have a sheath and could not you 
And if he's the king, which is supposed to be the pinnacle of all ant history, is that like Togashi being like, listen, if you got a knot, you're the pinnacle? <laughs> yeah, that's what they were really, that's what the queen was like, you know, gestating so long for. She's like, I gotta make sure it's pristine, you know? I gotta give this guy a pristine guy. <laughs> he has to be the king. That's right. <laughs> Togashi's persona is a dog, so you know what? Maybe well- that... Maybe, maybe, maybe that's some clue as to what he's into. Well, yeah, I mean, I love, as if this whole arc wasn't, you know, a couple hints. I love this entire like read we're getting on Tagashi. <laughs> right? We will solve the mystery by the end of this arc. Anyways, um, I love House MD. Yeah, I love this episode of House where a doctor tries to do surgery on an ant with her weird pussy bones, and. This scene is funny because all the ants are gathered around. Colt is crying like a little whiny baby. Mm-hmm. And the queen is just like, someone, it's someone there. My pussy exploded so hard I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> and Colt is like, yes, I'm here, mama. And she's like, ah, great. How's my son? And Where's he's my like, son? Where's my son? And he's like, you mean the dude who killed you? Um, He's fine. He left. And she's like, oh, that's good. I thought he would be fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because she he says uh, she he went to go get medicine and the, it's a, like supposed to be this whole sad scene. The octopus man who's translating for the nurses is like, well, you know, that's not really what happened. He just kind of left and said <laughs> that they don't matter anymore. And he just fucking ditched her. But then the queen goes out of her way to be like, no, don't let him bring back medicine. Let him go on his way. I was so worried. He was a premature, but. He's 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 well on his way to being a great king. I was worried he'd be fucked up, but I'm so glad he's nice, actually. <laughs> That's right. Um, the scene is cult, like, once again, begging the doctor lady to use his vagina bones. And she says, they're not the right kind. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't care, damn it. But She's like, literally, you need to just listen to her because she's, she's I don't even know why you brought me here. She's gone. <laughs> she, yeah. I don't even know what these organs are. I don't know what half these things do. Um <laughs> So yeah, like they are they are attaching like artificial organs is what they're saying, but also like the queen is also very much dying, and she's like, please, my last request, tell the king that he's got a name, and that's Meruem. It means the light that illuminates all. Damn, what a good name that she gave to her one son, who she only cares about, mm-hmm. the one child she has, none of the others. That's right. <laughs> So this scene is incredibly funny because she like raises her hand. She's like, I gave my son a name. Oh my God. I love my son. If you like, I could see him one more time. And Colt like is like slowly reaching out to like hold her hand. And then she just like closes it and drops it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like going up for a high five and then going like too slow. <laughs> she says, I care about my son. Please take my hand. And he's like, Oh sure. Mama. And she's like, not you. Yeah, the queen is literally like, please, no one comfort me. I literally don't care about any of you. She's like, I have no other children, just the king. <laughs> I. It is interesting how, like, the royal guard and the king knew immediately that they were like, oh, she's worthless. And, like, the queen didn't really expect any of them to give a shit. But the, all of the middle generations were like, oh, wow, that, that shit's kind of fucked. The queen is dead. Uh, that's because that's how ant society works. The king and the royal guard are supposed to go off and start other colonies, so they generally don't give a fuck about the queen once they're born. And then right. the other, like, royal, not the royal guards, but the other squad leaders are supposed to stay with the queen, so they generally do care. Yeah. 
It's just, it feels like the queen doesn't give a shit either. She's like, yeah, no. I mean, she gave birth to her king. That's all she cared about these episodes. I mean, yeah. That's all she wandered around and said. She kept saying, like, damn, I can't wait to be so fucking preggers. Yeah. And also, <laughs> like, pregnant. yeah, based on, like, how all of the, like, squadron leaders and soldiers are behaving, like, sort of differently, like, as we're about to find out, some of them are just, like, going off to do their own thing instead of having stayed with the queen. So it's, like, also, hmm, individual variation? That's new. Human memories affecting uh -oh. their behavior, uh -oh. perhaps? Uh-oh, mm. that's not good. But it is also kind of what, I mean, it is what they're supposed to do. That like, When they were talking about it with, um... Hagia? No. Zaza? No, 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 no. When me, when Kite's team was talking about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. When they were just like, damn. They were they all really like, damn, just... all those bitches are going to become their own kings and go off into the wild and start making more ants. And They're that's going to be really like crazy. fucking scary. They're going to fuck like crazy. That's not good. Yeah. Anyways. I so think... I guess what's funny is that Colt and like some of the others are just still here. Like, damn. <laughs> well, Colt is a fucking wet blanket and the others are, I don't know, not characters. So true. Colt is a wet fucking blanket. Don't be um, mean to my ox boyfriend. We do get one scene where like uh, fucking morale is just like, damn, why? Why is he so sad? And he's like, oh, it's probably his human memories. It's like, you guys got fucking human memories. And he's like, yeah. His memories of something about family. I don't know. It's like a character arc or something. Hmm. Hmm. Um, so, <laughs> Queen's fucking dead. She's gone. Knuckles crying. Knuckles is crying because I love him. Mm -hmm. um, and <laughs> what do you know? What do you know it? If you reach into your local mom. Oh, my God. You may find a friend and baby. Why was it? Okay, 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 okay. We have to set the scene first. They are chilling around her body. You know, Knuckles crying. Everyone's kind of sad. They're all trying to hide their emotions, except Knuckle, because he's just crying. Yeah, he's a good boy. Uh-huh. And um, he's they, they start to see some of the queen's organs that have spilled out of her. They her are, guts? The, yeah, her guts. They're in there, and they're kind of squirming a little. Yeah, they um, are. So the octopus guy goes to reach in, and Colt says, no, you have tentacles. Get back and he reaches. Incredibly funny to say, no, you have tentacles. You can't touch. That's right. It's my job. Um, so he reaches in with his, uh, like, man, not mandibles, those didn't, teeth. But. Doesn't, didn't, didn't that octopus, like, have crab claws or something? That's the image I have in my head. I was thinking, At like, yeah, point, yeah, don't go in there with crab claws. Yeah, you fucking weirdo. At one point, I did see a tentacle, but he could have two hands that are crab claws. I think he has tentacles. I think you're remembering another shrimp-looking man who had crab claws. It's possible. Listen, they all... <laughs> the aquatic ones all run together. Either way, I don't know. It's, it's, they are, they've like, all got, they've all got fucked up hands. Yeah, like, Colt's hands are, like, Colt is so, like, bug-like, honestly. Like, he has Buggy. those weird, like, yeah. I don't know if those are any better for reaching inside a, you know, a, a not a human woman, but a bug woman. Um... But yeah, he he reaches in and like behind all of her organs, it's deep in there. He has to kind of go digging, pulls out a tiny, tiny, tiny human looking baby. Yeah, the size of a fucking peanut, this one. Yeah, absolutely minuscule. You say human, but they do have a little rat tail. Mm. They have a little rat tail and they are completely red. Mm hmm. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's kind of hard to see and the lighting. Colt is like, this little baby, I yeah. shall protect it with my life. And Morel begins to cry because they're like, oh shit, a little baby. Well, first. Uh, we, we don't know that he's crying just yet. He's wearing his sunglasses. How would you ever know that Morel is crying? Oh, you're so right. I'm sorry. Before we get to Morel, we have to talk about why the baby was behind all of her organs. That's where the pussy is. That's not where <laughs> You don't know. Ants are different. Listen. That one dude punched his way out, and then there's this tiny little rat baby nowhere near the uterus he punched his way out of. Yeah, shit, listen. That little baby. <laughs> shit just kind of spilled out all over the place. It's like... And also, the doctors were just, like, sort of moving things around, putting a bunch of artificial <laughs> organs in there. It's just all higgledy-piggledy in, in that mom. I'm the doctor who didn't notice a fucking babby right in there. <laughs> the doctor is like, ain't none of my business. I know, they were really in there. They were rooting around and they didn't know shit. I would get new doctors. Listen, listen, I have ADHD. I know what it's like when sometimes your organs are just all over the place and you can't find <laughs> anything. You're like, damn it, where's my baby? Damn, where the fuck did it all go? <laughs> Yeah, if the queen would have survived, she would have been feeling her tum-tum just like, where the fuck did you guys put my baby? There's another one in here. Where'd it go? Well, yeah. Um, I don't know how much we mentioned it when she was giving her big speech. She says a lot about like, oh, yeah, he was premature. And like, I was so worried about him. And like, so there's this whole thing with like, well... There was this other one in here. That's also premature. Who is extremely premature. I don't know about that other guy, but this <laughs> one needs some help. Who is probably going to die. They're so premature. Mm-hmm. Um, so Colt is being sad, and Morel has the perfect uh, uh, answer to this. Um, yeah. What if you unwrapped your giant bong and said, quieres? What if it was time to smoke weed? <laughs> says, quieres? <laughs> <laughs> to take the edge off, bro. I don't know why he unwraps it. He just points it at Colt and to to intimidate him. He's like, you know, um, if Colt you... is having an emotional breakdown during the scene. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Colt is Colt is beside himself, and yeah. uh, he's Colt... like, oh, I will do anything to protect this little baby. And then, yeah, sorry, and then Mar- and then Morel just like holds out his pipe threateningly, being like. Oh, you motherfucker, you better promise that you and that baby will not eat any humans. If you cannot promise me that, oh, you better fucking run, boy. You better get way the fuck out of here. (laughs) But if you're going to be a good boy and precious and wholesome, then guess what? I'm your dad and I won't let anyone hurt you. And he's crying. He's 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 snot out of his nose. That's right. He's, he's fucking... tearing up. He's getting all snotty and sweaty and uh, knuckles behind him. And he's like, wow, I inherited my my soft nature from my my boss from my master. So now it's fine. It's totally cool. It's cool that we're all like this. We're all just fucking like this. What? Yeah. <laughs> Morel only finds just total messes who can't stop crying. Oh, we fucking love it. Anyways, we go from here to seeing Gon depressed in a truck. Yeah. Yeah. And then he has just like the fucking quickest turnaround. He just fixes his mental illness. 
That's right. That's how 12 year olds are, dude. He just sort of sits in the bus for a little bit and then he screams and he goes, okay, I'm good now. That's how 12 year olds are. They're just like, I don't have time for any of that. Damn, couldn't be me. Not me as a 12 year old. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Go and reenact the scene from the Digimon movie dub where fucking the one kid is crying on a fucking tree and he's just like, that's the saddest story I've ever heard. And the one dude just goes, hey man, it's not your problem. And he's like, okay. That's going right now. He's like, okay, I'm done being sad. A lot of time over. That's right. And then Bubblegum Girl says, hey, I bet you're fucking depressed or some shit. Well, don't be. And then she tells a nice story about some swans. I don't know. I wasn't fully paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. Kite gave them the money to save some small small build swans, and they're really important to her. Spin, like, gives her entire backstory. She's, Gon asks, like, hey, why did you become a hunter? And she's like, well, I have a debt to repay. You know, there there are this, there's this species of swans. They only live in one very specific mountain area. Uh, And, you know, it, it was turned into a mine, so I just had to buy the whole friggin' territory, even though I was a little kid. And you know who gave me that money? It was Kite. Because he's, you know, someone who, you know, actually listened to kids with, like, no money or means or anything. And he's such a neat person, and he's definitely alive. He's super alive out there. I love how we're getting death flags after a man has died. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, he's gone. I love getting death flags after a man is clearly dead. <laughs> Has shown to be dead, and they're just like, eh? Eh, is he dead? And I'm like, yes. Yes! Uh, so we get an entire sad backstory about Kite, who is definitely alive and being normal mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Um, and she's like, well, go Actually, on once we get... Yeah? Yeah, just, just to sort of skip ahead to the manga, I think this probably, like, does work better in the manga, because, like, we don't see that Kite is... A fucking weird zombie yet. As far as we know, he might actually be alive. We do not, like, see enough of him to be like, oh no, he's fucked up now. Yeah, they just really can't resist showing you that Kite's head. Yeah. <laughs> Kite is dead. Yeah, we, we did know that he got, like, decapitated and frozen in a block of ice, but after that, who knows? Who knows what happened to him? He could be fine. We did see him hanging out with the Royal Guard in one panel. <laughs> He's he switched sides. He said, "This is my team now. They're my homies." After he got decapitated. Yeah. He said, "Keep your friends close and your enemies closer." But not your head. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that is strategic. You can lose that. It's you fine. can lose your head, but you can't lose your friends or your enemies. So the next scene, actually, speaking of funny kite man. Is uh, Knuckle and Shoot just wandering around the empty fucking, like, ant hideout, just being like, damn, do you hear that? What's going on? Something's coming for us. And something attacks them, and they're like, yo, what the fuck is that? Could it be? And we see a long, tall twink with kind of whitish hair. Hmm. That's a long, white-haired anime boy. That's a long, white-haired twink. Who could it be? And he's moving fast like Sonic the Hedgehog. He's fucking scurrying. He's fucking Silver the Hedgehog. Damn. <laughs> Silver the Hedgehog had a fucking growth spurt. I'm proud Damn. of him. So, it's probably nothing. 
Yeah. It's probably someone completely unrelated to Kite. Yeah, it's totally normal and good. A um, doppelganger of some sort. Yeah. Um, And now we go to a bunch of funny scenes of the other uh, ants who left just being funny out in the wild. Yep. She too's the speed king. He's going around killing a bunch of people really fast. And he's um, like, you're too slow. Yeah, the uh-huh. alligator decides he's going to go off into the into the deep, deep dark sea and find some females and food and stuff. And he will be the glutton king. We never see this guy again. We do see Chitu specifically, like, speeding through the TSA area of the NGL. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. just fucking killing all the TSA agents in there. And, yeah, she is being very Sonic the Hedgehog about it. Like, literally, like, once she rushes through and, like, skids to a stop, she's like, goal! Which feels very Sonic the Hedgehog (laughs) to me. She does have to go fast. The thing about Chitu is that um, she hates cops and anyone cop-adjacent. That's right. Just like Sonic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) TSA agents, really close to cop. You must Chitu... Did jump out of a gun helicopter and rip off a piece of the metal and use it to fucking snowboard down San Francisco. Yeah. Good for her. She loves doing it. It's her favorite pastime. <laughs> Anyways, this alligator ant says, I'm going to go out into the wild and search for some food and for some females. And I say, don't try to tell me you're straight, first of all. Um, <laughs> and second of all, we... It's never, okay. Females are a commodity. It's true. <laughs> um, we never see this guy again. Yep. I can tell you all that now. <laughs> I don't know why they focus on him. So many other characters, and we get this guy. Yeah. We. I mean, we see like just a little like clip. Like I. I don't know who's coming up later. So we see like a little Hagu and his crew like chilling, and then we see like the chameleon. We see Zazan power posing on a hill. That's exactly right. She's about to go uh, uh, give the strap to everybody in town. Yeah, and we see the king um, and his his crew, and they're heading for what looks like a big, important government building. In East Gorto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I say, the king is still posing in this scene. I have to remember. Always. Like, the king is power posing in this scene still, and I love him. Yeah. It's true. At all times. He's... On his fucking shit at all times. Are we ready to head into next episode? Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, no, I'm not ready. I'm not even... (laughs) Well, take this as it will. The start of this episode is very funny. Oh, yeah. The the start's great. The start's great. I get to see the king some more. Yeah. Uh, Hey, I'd like to lodge a complaint, Togashi. Um... These dancers have cat girl ears and bunny girl tails. Excuse me, what are you doing, sir? Like, right? Um, this is the Khmer Antarch, so uh, you, we've seen weirder. Mm, it's true. Yeah. Oh, so you think this guy heard about Khmer Ants and was like, damn, that's my new fetish. All of my <laughs> peep show girls have to wear bunny ears, or, uh, yeah. The bunny thing. ears and, no, cat ears and bunny t- tails. And you know what? I say yes to that only because when the ants fucking walk into his fucking house, no one is surprised. Yeah, they're like, oh, well, shit. They're all just like, who the fuck do you guys think you are? And I'm just like, guys? (laughs) (laughs) There's a big red man and a green bug alien dude wandering into your house. And you're like, I don't know who you people are, but you better get out of here. They're just costumes. You fucking some, wise guys. Some degenerates. You fucking, your fursuits look great, but I need to tell you to get out of here. 
Tell me who you commissioned those from and also get out. <laughs> yeah. So the king is wandering into the palace and all the guards are running up and we cut to uh, the, the palace uh, leader or dictator or whoever the guy is. And he's just like, intruders? Well, kill them, you fools. I'm watching my hot young bimbos dance. That's right. And we cut back to the guards and they're all dead. And the yeah. king's just kind of walking around. Let's not forget that Meroem finally got his gamer fuel. Yeah, he yeah. So he walks into the palace, and all the guards surround him again. And one big buff guard shows up, and he's like, I don't know what country you guys are from, but you need to get out of here. And I say, country? And uh, P2 is like, sir, it's him. And the king goes... I needn't even strain my eyes. And he just fucking kills them all with one clean tail swipe. Mm -hmm. And then he eats the dude's brains for fun. Yeah. And then he just adopts a power pose and he says, I love my gamer fuel. Yeah, his dude, his aura is like going wacky right now. It is like glowing blue. He, he's, he fucking drank the Mountain Dew. That's right. And P2 is extremely horny for this. Yeah, he P2 says, wow, it. so his power is when he, he eats the gamer fuel, his aura gets bigger. That's right. When he eats those Doritos and Mountain Dew, he gets even cooler and sexier. That's right. I love to see it. And so they wander into the leader's hideout, and he's like, damn, my guards suck ass. What the fuck are you guys in here? And he's like, the king is like... So who's this guy? And the one leader guy is like, I am the king of this land. And the king goes, but I'm me. <laughs> yeah. But but me, I'm king. What is the meaning of this? Should we describe this guy's appearance? He is like very much like. This country so is uh, not great. Not uh, very, you know, it's problematic. It's a representation very clearly of North Korea. Like, yeah. Oh, really? I couldn't tell. It's on the nose, to say the yeah. least. <clears throat> yeah, he is wearing sort of like a sort of military regalia-looking outfit. Uh, he is short and round and yeah, completely full of himself. Yeah, like this whole time where they're having a conversation about him, he's just kind of ranting over them the whole time. I mean, really, just think about any, like meme you've seen in the past decade about like any of the leaders of North Korea and it's it's this it's just that so the king is just like hey poof explain why is this guy keep calling him king when I'm king I'm me and poof is just like oh sometimes humans just do that and he's like well that's fucking stupid anyway yeah, sometimes weak humans weak humans get to be uh uh kings because of this thing called nepotism and meruem says wow that's stupid i'm gonna kill this guy now yeah and he says we have to provide proper guidance to these these small humans uh meruem funny how you say nepotism when you were literally gestated in your mother to be king <laughs> you know. like just oh god nepotism all these people are claiming to be kings by birthright bro that's you <laughs> bro, bro that He's got the power, though. <laughs> Bro, that is you right there. That is what you're doing. Anyways. So he gets, he, he gets uh, Masador Diego, which is this guy's name, and he, he does a, a, funny little, uh, a funny little tail swish after. He, yeah. he gives him the chop and then his tail swish, and he's like, damn, I hated that guy. That's right. 
And all the funny little girls who did that funny little dance are like huddled by like the stage they were at. And they're like, please spare us, please. We're, we're not nothing. And the king is like, ha, ah, do you guys spare cows and pigs no matter how much they beg? And they're like, no, not really. And he's like, there's your answer. Yeah, uh-huh. he literally says like, use your tiny stupid brains to think for a goddamn second. Would you, <laughs> would you ever spare like a, 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 a pig or a cow that begs for its life? He is... He's being very extra about it. He's being so evil, and I love him to death. Yeah. I, like, if you would have asked me on a rewatch of the show how much, like, how much enjoyment I would get out of A, Genthru, Uh (laughs) and B, the King Before character arc, I would have been like, probably nothing. (laughs) But here I am. I love this guy. He's very funky. I like to watch his tail swish after he commits God. murder. I love how evil he is for it's no reason. It's even better in the manga where he he's just dick out and totally cheeked up. <laughs> he's like, I am the supreme being. Do you see this cock? You guys could never. <laughs> Me when I leave the house. Poop and pito. It's true. It's true. <laughs> we love to see it. That's right. Anyways, that's where the episode ends. Um, great episodes, guys. Uh, it's been great. See you next week. Nothing else happens from here. Yeah, too many gones. Haha, so many. <laughs> really funny. Actually, there are a lot of gones in this upcoming mm-hmm. scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, anyways, y'all, this is this is where it's going to get nasty. And there's some funny stuff mixed throughout. Of course, palm is palm. So there's stuff that's funny, but... Hey, content warning for pedophilia once again. Yeah. Um, so the next scene is Gon and Kilua. They're back at um, Palm's house, apartment, whatever, ready to face the music for failing to defeat Knuckle and Kite. Knuckle and Shoot, I'm sorry. Um, and there's just some rancid vibes pouring off of this house. Extremely. Yeah, the stinkiest, nastiest vibes hanging just in the air. Just unwashed, just nasty, dirty vibes. They slowly open the door and the vibes are emanating out from the living room and they slowly walk up and there's just just like hundreds of like life-size gone dolls just strewn about everywhere they're like ripped to pieces cut up yeah she's in the process of stabbing one yeah palm is in the center room just like stabbing one mumbling to herself and then she looks at the boys and she's like are you guys ready to atone? Yeah, you know the kitchen knife she's been holding for all this time? It is The blade is, like, totally chipped up and worn down from just, like, all the stabbing she's been doing, presumably, over the past few weeks. Uh-huh. She's preoccupied. This would be incredibly funny if there wasn't, like, a pedophilia plot, subplot yeah. going through all this. so fucking good. I would be laughing so hard, but instead I'm just fucking sitting here uncomfortable because I know what's coming. Yeah. Like, it's so it's- funny that she just made hundreds of dolls to then simply just keep stabbing them in her living room. And, like, throughout this whole scene, like, for most of it, it's just, like, she is a curtain of black messy hair with like red glowing eyes 
like peering through. It's visually yeah. so fun and so funny and cool. And she's like ugh. the grudge over here or the ring. Literally. One of those. She's the fucking gudge. And like, she's like, are you ready for your punishment? Gone and Gone's like, yes, I'm ready for my punishment. And Kill's like, no, hold on for a second. Yeah, yeah, like, mm, hold on. And she's like, you must go on one date with me. And he's like, all right. And she's like, we go now. And he's like, no. And she's like, huh? And they have an entire scene where he's like, I'm actually going to go train with Killua. You can tag along if I want. And she misinterprets this as like their first date. And there's an entire scene of her going, do you not know what date means? Date? Date? Do you know what it means? Date? Yeah. And Gon is right back. Like, yeah, I do know what a date is. Um, I'm going to work out with Kilua right now. But tomorrow we can have our first date and I'm not telling you what we're doing because it's a secret and it's like, please stop. And mm. it was just kind of saying that the whole time, just kind of like, how does he fucking handle her so well? Yeah. And I go, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Kilua we'll find is out. like, I too am uncomfortable with this dynamic. Hey, you want to find out why uh, Gone can handle her so well? <laughs> so we cut to Gon and Killua just going to a regular gym, which yep. is extremely funny to me when these little demigods can travel faster than the speed of sound. Mm -hmm. um, and Killua is looking like he's a little looking pensive and he's thinking and he's like, so Gon, um, you sound experienced with dates. And Gon goes, yeah, I've been on a ton. And Killua's like, what the? He's like, do you even know what a date is? And he's like, when well, you take a nice lady out? And he's like, what? Why'd you go on so many dates? And he's like, oh, I used to go on a ton with Aunt Mito most of the time. And he's like, oh, okay. It's like, it's like a funny when you like go on like a nice like walk with your mom. And like, wait, wait, most? And Gon goes, oh, yeah, there are also some um, ladies who would come from the boats who would be lonely and just loved younger men. And loved to, you know, I, I would spend time with them and they would teach me things. Mm -hmm. And Killua goes, damn. Gone is grown up, and I say, uh-uh. No. Uh -uh. I say, uh-uh. No. Nah. -uh. It's yeah, so much. It, we have to pause here and talk about yeah, it. Yeah, God. No, there uh, yeah. I feel like we have to spend like 20 minutes unpacking the scene. Yeah, I think that's a good stopping point to unpack what we've gone through so far. Like yeah. that is Palm being Nasty, obviously. Mm -hmm. Like, Gone starts off being like, oh, yeah, I'm very sorry. We didn't do what we said, and I did pinky promise. So, like, you know, I'm sorry. And she says, I don't want an apology, but you have to do one thing, whatever I ask. And Keela was like, yeah, I don't think that sounds good. And Gone's like, well, no, but I have to. And then she's like, well, you have to go on a date with me. And Keela was like, this is awful. Can you not do this? You're playing dirty, and it's awful. And she's like, stay out of it. This is between me and Gone. And it just goes from there and gets, ugh, it's so nasty. Yeah, and I like, know. and like with with the scene in the gym, it's just like I feel like there are two possible reads of like what the joke is here, and I'm like genuinely not sure which one it is. One is just like, oh, Gon was using some like vague, ambiguous language, and Kilua like misread it. Actually, he, you know, he hasn't been on real dates. He just like has, you know, spent some time with like older women. And then the other and and the the comedy is that Kilua misread the situation. And then the other one is just like 
oh, go inside sexual experiences with some adults. And I'm not sure, like, what the intended read is. I, I'm, I like, I'm I dying wanna, over here. It, I, I want to say it's, like, the first one because I can see, like, how you would do that joke of, like, oh, yeah, Gon is an innocent little boy who doesn't get anything. And just, like, when someone's like, yeah, date is when you go out with, like, a girl. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, then I've been on tons of those. Yeah. Like, I can get when you're like, oh, yeah, I can see how a 12-year-old boy would hear – Oh, a date is when you go out with a nice lady. He's like, well, I've done that before. I've gone out with a nice lady like my Aunt Mito. And I'm just like, okay, I can see that joke. But you can't do that joke when the one character is clearly romantically interested in him. And you've had Hisoka before. It's just like... You've soured the pot. It's going to get more complicated once we get to the manga translation. They use they they chose some less ambiguous words to use in that one. Interesting, because what I was gonna say is that I see, like, it, it gets me because there's a very like scary middle ground too, where like Gone really has been on Whale Island, going on like very normal like quote unquote dates with like old ladies who are like leading him to and he's like you know hanging out with them for an afternoon because they're like lonely like old ladies you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like there's a very innocent read of that but then like with the context of palm being here we know that that's not palm's intentions and having go and be like oh yeah i'm gonna go on a date i've been on tons of dates with like you know older ladies and ha- like the the misread there like mm-hmm. and G- kilua just thinking oh well gone has experience i guess that's why he can like handle her so well which is fucked up um the handling thing is going to be its whole own conversation mm-hmm. but like just how like that read where it's like oh palm is like deliberately preying on that where gone is like yeah i've like spent lots of time with older ladies but not having any awareness of what palm actually wants from him is like i don't know yeah maybe you should just not do that in the uh, manga where you clearly have a pedophile clown maybe you should just avoid <laughs> what is things. with every time (laughs) it's not a funny joke it's not i I can see how you thought it would be funny at first um you made a mistake and it's not funny so i think you should cut it out hey tagashi i'm writing to you i'm speaking directly into your ear young man uh cut that shit out right this instant yeah anyways this is where we lead into my let's fucking go he said completely platonically um count number one Uh uh-huh uh-huh so going after talking about that horrible thing, um, goes, Hey, Kilua, have you ever been on any dates? And Kilua's like, what? Of course not. When I was, when I was young, I've been trained to be an assassin my whole life. And after I quit, I've been hanging out with you. And he just like enters his mind palace and he just goes, and I never really want that to change. <laughs> he said completely platonically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Gon gets a call on his funny phone. Uh Uh-huh. He gets a call on his funny phone, and it's Knuckle. And Knuckle says, hey, Gon, I got you a present. And Gon says, what is it? And it's like, um, it could be Kite. And Gon says, I do not need to hear anything else, bro. I am so happy. And Knuckle's like, ah! Knuckle's like, well! (laughs) Well, I would... I would give it some time. And Gon's like, nope, I'm good. I'm happy. He's fine. 
he's all good, he's fine, he's normal. And Knuckles like, okay, well, we'll see you later then, bud. And Gun's like, see ya. And he hangs up the phone, he goes, whoopee. <laughs> and Kill goes, I'm so happy for you. And this is where I'm like going to my let's go count number two, he said completely platonically when he goes, and now, just for this one month, I have to protect you, Gone. Mm-hmm. I have to protect you with all my heart. And I say, let's fucking go, dude. <laughs> and he said completely platonically. Completely platonically. He said, I will protect you with my life. I will guard you with my life and watch over you, your loyal guardian. That's right. Look, well, you know, all while just sort of staring at him, you know, like two <laughs> friends would stare. <laughs> with the most loving platonic eyes I have That's ever right. seen in my life. Um, so we cut from this scene and Gon, we, we do a zoom out and Gon's just kind of like, well, tomorrow we'll both be on our own. And Kill is just like, yeah, I'm going to be at this gym, this specific gym at this spot all day I tomorrow. I think that's a while from now. Actually. Not, no, not a while. The next thing we get is just a little clip of Chitu <laughs> and Chitu, uh, is in town and just kind of strutting, just strutting mm-hmm. his stuff, just walking through the town. And there's some girls like taking pictures of him being like, oh, he's so cute. And he's yeah. like, this is my new breeding ground or feeding ground. Yeah. Everyone loves it. Everyone fucking loves Chitu just sort of, just sort of strutting around, having a good That's time. Right. I mean, have you seen those Daisy Dukes and them thighs? <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Everyone would love to see that. We we all would smash. Um, and then there's like there is like the the setup thing um, for the day. The next day, like Gone goes through the woods and stuff, and Kilo is kind of following behind him and is like, "Well, if we get attacked in the woods, that would be bad. But if we get attacked in town, that would also be bad." We could uh, run away while everyone in town is getting attacked. And just <laughs> everyone <this> is dying. <laughs> um, so, but they get distracted from their morbid thoughts by a little, like, six-legged, like, little chipmunk bear thing. This is a little uh-huh. guy. Yeah, they're all freaked out, and they're like, oh, what's that in the bushes? And then he just comes out, and he goes, Mah! and then, like, walks away. That's exactly right. Um, and he's my friend and I hold him. This yeah. whole thing is preparing for the date the next day and Kilo is kind of jealous. Yeah. He said platonically. Yeah, you um, know. <clears throat> Kilo's watching the news as we gotta talk about this newscaster. Mm. Uh Goth News. Oh. first. Sorry. Because this this is about the reporter. Okay. I'm excited to get to the newscaster as anyone, but we do need to talk mm-hmm. about Chitu and the little snack he has. And Chitu saying, hey, Cab, you're so right. Yeah. That's right. Chitu's in town and has clearly killed some people, is sort of sitting on a throne of bodies, and the cops are all out, and they're like, hey, freeze, you have to, you have to surrender. And uh, he just sort of sits, and they're like, all right, ready? aim and as they're like about to fire he chichu himself says to himself ready and then dashes around and um eats all of their fingers yeah chichu they're all uses... like oh what the fuck and then he's like standing behind them and just has a little snack of all of the cops fingers yeah chichu uses chaos control when the cops bullets are like an inch away from him and then he's like oops got your fingers that's right. He said, oops, I got your fingies. He plays, oops, I got your nose trick, but it's with fingies instead. And he eats them, and they're gone forever. Damn, just like in 
Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm-hmm. It is just yeah. like Jujutsu Kaisen. It is just like wow. Jujutsu Kaisen. That, that boy did eat some fingers. Could you imagine if Jujutsu uh, <laughs> got the power of Sukuna? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if he ate those fingies and then he got all fucked up and twisted and he said, where are the white women at? Just like Sukuna. That, that's exactly what Sukuna said. <laughs> that's what Sukuna said when he woke up. He said, where are them women at? That's right. Just like the alligator. <laughs> just like the, the alligator Sukuna. <laughs> I can't believe we solved the puzzle. That's what he really wanted to do. He went to go get the women. That's right. Um. So yeah, he got all the cops' fingies, and that's when we cut to this reporter. And oh my god, who is she? This girl is living her best life. Yeah, she's, she's uh, so got green fucking... skin. She okay? We need we need to talk about her outfit. She's like wearing a jacket with like fucking elaborate like fucking catholic ass crosses on the sleeves she has like a frankenstein scar across her forehead fucking mm-hmm. two different colored eyes she has heterophobia uh like fucking right. hair like hair accessories that look like nails that have been driven into her head it's so fucking much and i love it what why don't we let newscasters be goth that's exactly right. I, I said to myself, this is how I know Fox News doesn't exist in this world. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we could have if Fox News didn't exist. That's right. Society uh, of Fox News didn't exist. Society of Fox News didn't do that. God, this is the future that liberals want. Yeah. It is, honestly. Um, yeah, so she is just reporting on what Chitu just did. And Kila was watching for a second, but then he turns it off when Gone comes out. And he's just like, well, if they stay like clear across that mountain region and don't come our direction, we should be good. Mm-hmm. But if they do, well, I'm going to have to get going out of here somehow. That's right. Um, and Gon's just like, hey, Killa, the shower's ready. And Killa's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Mm-hmm. I wasn't just watching the news obsessively what, thinking about how to protect you. Yeah, he pulls up a fucking map like on his phone as he's like watching and he's like clearly tracking all the sites where they've been. Every time I see their fucking Beetle phones. I wasn't making plans for your date tomorrow. <laughs> Every time I see their Beetle phones, I get so jealous. I yeah. know, they're so cute. I want a funny Beetle phone. They're adorable. Um, So it's time for... Well, Gone says, okay, well, tomorrow we're going to be alone. Like, we're going to do our separate things. And Kilo is like, yep, I'm going to be at the gym all day. And then we do a cut to Gon at the train station and Kilua is just kind of watching from a distance. And he's like, well, I'm not going to leave him alone with Palm when he doesn't even have any men. He says, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Like, I leave him alone. <laughs> I'm not obsessed. <laughs> yeah. Man, um, and like, just like once again, I feel like this would, this like little next montage of like going through the date with Kilua, just like following them around through all the different like locales. This would be like a good comedy scene. If it weren't for just, like, the overwhelming discomfort of going going on a date with an adult woman. Uh-huh, did we talk about how she cleaned up? I need to know what conditioner she uses. I need to know her hair yeah. care routine. Um, Palm washed her fuck? hair for the first time in her life. Yeah, it went from black to brown. Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck kind of- God, it was so- it must have been so dirty before this. Can you oh. imagine- She's so nasty. Her hair was so coarse. What conditioner did she use? I know. She took one shower and she's just fine. She cleaned up. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? She put some blush on, like... Also, yeah. 
I guess she, like, drank a glass of water or something for the first time in ten years, because, like, you know, she got hydrated, she got her blood pressure right, her her skin looks, like, normal and not corpse, corpse-like and pale. Um, yeah, like... Completely unrecognizable. Good, good yeah. fucking outfit, too. She's got, like, fucking black tights and sleeves under, like... A yellow dress and like knee high white boots. Are you kidding me? Yeah, she's yeah. fucking stunting and it's for a 12 year old. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Anyways, they go on like once again, if this was an adult woman and a 12 year old boy, what I could categorize as one of the most romantic dates ever, uh-huh. um, where they go to a nice aquarium, they go to SeaWorld, which isn't that great, but you know. Yeah. Um, they go through a walk through the woods and see a very funny tree, they go to a cafe. And Keelor is just kind of stalking them the whole time. And he's just kind of like, what the fuck am I doing? Just kind of following a couple steps behind. And he's like, damn, anyone would think I'm the stalker. He's like, anyone would think I'm just being like, I'm definitely here to protect Gon. Jealousy has nothing to do with it. He's like, I'm normal. I'm the normal one. He is. He's screaming from the rooftops. I'm normal. (laughs) Everyone. I'm regular. Um... And they go into the woods and they go to a funny tree and Kilo is just kind of like, God damn it. I sense an ant. Just uh-huh. God, God fucking damn it. Mm-hmm. God, da- should I tell Gone? No, I can't tell Gone. No, he would like want to, he would freak out when he thinks about what they did to Kite and he would and he, go die. Yeah. Cause he doesn't have any none. And if I told Palm or if she knew I was here, she would just kill me because I interrupted their date. He's like, ah, oh, shit, ah, oh, ah, oh, beans, ah, oh, oh, beans, ah, oh, beans. What am I gonna do? He's like, all right, well, I guess I gotta go take care of this myself. Whoosh. Yep. He just jumps backwards into the nether and he's gone. And he says, well, time to go kill this ant by myself. Hopefully, it's no one I know. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. And he runs through the woods and he enters a clearing and we see the funny ant and he goes. Well, it's you, kid. It's been a while. And Killa's just like, who is... Oh, God damn it! We get a nice shot down from the feet up to the pussy bones. It is mm-hmm. our old friend Ramot. He is here to kill. He says, I'm fucking here. I'm fucking ready to go. I gotta pay you back for when you absolutely destroyed me last time. What's up? Guess what? I got Nen now. That's right, you guys kicked the shit out of me so hard that I'm Nen now. He said, what's up, my name's Ramod, I'm full grown, I never learned how to read. That's right. And he also says, uh, tell me where Gon is, or I'll just kill you and go swinging your head around. I'll swing your head around to get him really angry so he dies too. Yeah. To get him real fucking angry. Yeah, and so Kilua knows that he has to do this, so, uh, whatever it takes. He has to kill Ramit before Ramit kills Gon. Not Next that. time on Going Will Hunting, regular episode. Mm-hmm. So how'd you guys like the episode? I like the baby that was hiding um, inside its mother's intestines. Yeah, have you ever just rooted around your mom's guts and found a baby? Yeah, like, first episode, legit fucking good. Second yeah. one, hmm. Second one, why did we have to do that? Second mm-hmm. one, questionable. Why was it a big... I, the thing where Gon is like, she's like, the poem is going, she's losing it. Cause she's like, Hey, you have to like, 
you you he mentions Kiloa like going like hanging out with them. He's like, uh, no, it's a date. We have to be alone. And is like holding the knife in his face and going totally calm. And is like, no, no, no. We're just gonna like it's gonna be later. So like putting her off, but also giving her what she wants in like a very uh, knowledgeable way is very scary. I don't like it. He's just a little boy. It's fine. It's fine. It's whatever. It's regular. It's mm-hmm. fine. Aunt Mito, I want to talk. Aunt Mito. Mm. Aunt Mito, get out of here. What were you letting your boy do? Apparently go on dates. Yeah. Apparently, well, we know that Aunt Mito just lets Gon live in the woods. So you know what? Maybe like, maybe as a 12-year-old, she was not as prepared to take, you know, take on responsibility for a child as, you know, we might have been led to believe. Oh, you know. I don't think she was ready at all, if I'm being very honest. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I don't I don't particularly think that she was ready in the slightest. Mm-hmm. Kind of what happens when your, like, childhood friend just shows up and is like, hey, you want a baby? I might be back for it later. Bye. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Funny that Jing doesn't care about this whole Khmer ant business. Yeah, Jing... The hell what is Jing even doing? To? Who knows? Nobody knows. He's, no one has heard from him in years. It seems like he's dicking around, not taking care of his child. He loves to do it. Anyways, you want to head to see all those other gones that we found strewn across uh, Palm's room? Mm. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about that dang manga. Uh, my first note is it's a lot more gory. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's a lot. You compare, like, the Chimera Ant arc of the anime, like, to to earlier seasons, and it's like, wow, they really went all out with this one. Uh, nope, in the manga, like, we just get, it's it's just a lot more. We see people's heads being, like, split open. We see, like, uh, when, when the East Grotto dictator fucking dies, like, he's just totally, absolutely fucked. Um... Mm. Yeah, just generally any time, like, an ant is, like, fucking dismembering someone, it, it's just more. Yeah, Togashi was on something with these, like, these chapters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, like, inner scene we get of Chitu when, uh, when he goes and, like, uh, in, in the anime we just see like him going to like the tsa place in the ngl and like we just see him outside and like do some shit and then is outside again in this we see him like cut off the back of her head like Mm -hmm. there's just a little clip of just like yeah just her the back of her head is gone yeah yeah it's fine we can assume from context clues that she too also knows that the brain is the tastiest part that's right. He just took it. Mm-hmm. He just ripped it out. He said, yeah. this is mine now. <laughs> uh, my second note is just Meru M's ass is really fat in the manga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got that badonk. Mm-hmm. He really do. Tagashi knew what he was doing. God, cowards. They nerfed Meru M's ass. Madhouse cowards for for <laughs> for for nerfing that ass. Yeah, how dare they? <laughs> Nerf nerfing Maryland. that nerfing that ass, nerfing that dick. 
Mm-hmm. They said the king cannot be too powerful. We could not deal with it. Uh, yeah. Also, like in the scene where Shoot and Knuckle like find Kite, like we don't see it at all. They're just like, yeah, we don't see him at all. We just like know that they found something, and then later it's like hinted at that like or no, I fit in in. In like the next chapter, like after this episode, they they co- they call Gon and they're like, "Yeah, we found Kite, but we don't necessarily know like, yeah, we don't know that Kite is twisted yet. That's just still kind of under wraps in the manga. We know that Kite was like dead and then apparently brought back in some capacity, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's as it's, you do, yeah, it's it's still a lot more like." Yeah, Togashi's not showing his hand quite so much with that one. Togashi is like, it's a sexy little secret that'll help us later. (laughs) It's something you guys don't need to worry about yet. It's fine. Yeah, then... uh, Once again, we're going back to the scene in the gym, and we're gonna talk about some word choices that they went with in the viz. Um... When Gon says, like, when Gon is, like, talking about, like, the older women who are specifically interested in younger men, he specifically calls them cougars, which has, like, a much more sexual connotation. Viz, what are you doing? I don't Mm -hmm. know if that's, like, uh, I don't know if that's, like, just a weird choice with localization or if, like, there's an actual change between, like, the anime and manga and it is, like less ambiguous in one version but it's like uh, i don't know it's bad once again like i just i don't know like what the intended joke was in that scene and it's bad feels bad yeah i am once again asking tagashi i want to step outside and just talk it's fine mm-hmm. yeah. it's fine i just want a word just one single word it's really nasty yeah, it sucks. Like, either way, like, we know what Palm's intentions are. Like, whether or not he's been just on, like, multiple dates with women over this whole time and just, like, you know, already has been assaulted. Um, or whether he's just, like, going into this innocently and blindly. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's not that good. either way. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Togashi. Do we have anything about that kind of stuff? Or no, I'm done with it. Yeah. yeah, I'm sick of it. Yeah. Other than that, like the only <laughs> thing is just like a couple of scenes were switched around, like. But yeah. yeah. Other than that, it's pretty one to one. Like you know, there were a few scenes that got like a few added lines of dialogue in the anime that were just like fleshed out a little more. But yeah, other than that, it's like sticking very closely to the source. Mm-hmm. How could you change any of it? Except for Marilyn's ass. Except for Marilyn's ass. <laughs> Something had to get nerfed. <laughs> so sad. Too much and the audience would die. <sighs> Tragic. Do we have... Are we going to that Hunterpedia this week, or are we going to Greed Island? Going back to see Greed Island. I could maybe do a Greed Island. Yeah, we can do a Greed Island. Yeah, I can feel that. What you guys got? Um, Do you have anything? 
I've been listening to a couple of actual play podcasts. That's Ooh. something I've been Ooh. sort of getting back into. Like, it's very hard for me to, like, get invested in an actual play just because, like, it's like a lot of voices, voice and name associations to learn. And, like, on top of that, you also have to, like, be following, you know, the plot. So, like, yeah, it's, 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 it's difficult for me to, like, it's it's kind of a high entry level for me to like get into an actual play and get invested in it. But I've actually got a couple that I'm listening to one right now. Um one is Eidolon Playtest. Um yeah, that w- and and specifically um I decided to start by listening to the uh the pop episodes i know they're doing like two concurrent storylines with um with different groups there's one called pop which is heavily persona inspired and one called rock which is like heavily jojo inspired and even though i'm not like the biggest fan of either of those series i'm like really enjoying the actual play so far um yeah, it's really good. Fucking nice. good characters, like really interesting world building and surreal imagery. It's pretty fucking neat so far. And then the other one is Rude Tales of Magic, which is just like a super fucking chaotic like D&D campaign with a bunch of improvisers. And it's just like, it's like very much just a lot of like, a lot of the comedy comes from like, asshole npcs and toilet humor but which is not like usually my favorite type of comedy but it's just like so like brazen and over the top in this it it actually succeeds at being really charming in my opinion and also like also like good characters like getting like you know having like you know interesting friendships and like good development (laughs) amidst all of this like absurdist just completely over the top bullshit it's good yeah i've heard good things about rude tales yeah i i enjoy it a lot that's good it's so fucking funny (laughs) y'all um Devin, do you have anything to go off about because you know what i'm gonna go off about you can go off you can go okay it's okay um, I got up to where L dies in Spoilers. Death Note. Mm-hmm. No, I it's it's old and I'm behind, so I'm gonna talk about it. I don't think I can move on. I'm in mourning for my boy L. Uh, yeah, I scene... I think I read the okay. I'm I'm pretty sure I read like the whole manga of Death Note like way back in high school, and I remember it just like. This is just like based on my sort of high school media literacy and critical brain, but I remember it getting a lot fucking worse once sure. L dies because L is like the That's best where character. That's I'm at because like yeah, yeah, you can't introduce the perfect foil for this guy, kill him off, and then continue the show with like a little mini me of L. Like you can't, you can't do it. That yeah, fucking sucks so bad. Like it makes me. I was on board when the show started. I was like, I love Light Yagami. He's so awful. I love watching him do dumb, stupid things. I love how quickly he turned into a little, like, you know, evil dictator. I was all on board. And then they brought in L, and I, you know, I was in love. And then they have the mm-hmm. whole scene where he's standing in the rain 
screen talking to light and then they towel each other off and Elle's like, you know, you're going to miss me when I'm gone. And then he dies like two scenes later. <laughs> I'm in mourning. <sighs> but what a ride, what a ride it was. It really was. I High just, art. Like, like I said, I would like to keep watching if I could get into light Yagami anymore, but I just, I don't know if I'll be able to, I don't, I'm, I'm too sad. I don't know. There are some funny light Yagami moments out there. I'm sure. Not nearly as many, but I mean, he is like Yagami, so he's still like, like that. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, where I'm like, he's good, and I love him, and I love watching him do these funny things, but you can't give me L and then take him away and then expect me to keep caring, you know? You yeah. can't expect me to love a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Especially like bringing in the little like mini me character. I don't know. Give me a new guy if you're going to do that. Yeah. You can't just give me L 2.0 and expect me to keep like, I, I like, I honestly would think like if there was just a different like foil for him and it was just sort of a new character, that would be one thing. But having light 2.0 just makes me so mad. I'm like, nope, I'm done. No. What if it was light 2.0? What if it was just also another team boy who was just awful? <laughs> like if they brought light back or if they brought, Oh, Light 2.0. Yeah, Light 2.0. Well, I think Light 2.0 is there, too. I don't care about that guy. I mean, like, actual Light 2.0. That's what I mean, though. It's both of them. I don't care about either of these two tiny twin boys who they're like, oh, well, one of them is the successor No, I just want, like, another guy going on, like, a murder spree and Light being like, that's not how I do it at all. And then, like, that guy being like, Kira, you suck ass. I'm doing it better. Damn. I just want that. That would be pretty sick. That would be funny. Mm -hmm. And then he has to be like, damn, am I the baddie? (laughs) (laughs) Is it me who is wrong? Like, yeah. I guess I was expecting that to come a little. Like, if you're going to kill Elle, which I, you know, it makes sense for the show. I feel like the rest of the show just needs to be like light questioning himself. Even if he's still doing evil and horrible things, like, I don't know. Yeah, it should have just ended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it should have just ended, if I'm being very honest. It can end with light winning, that's fine. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't disagree. Yeah, I don't, I don't care about it from there. Yeah, I don't know. A little, like, clip show at the end, very, like, um... I can't remember the name of it and I don't really want to give props to it because it's Joss Whedon. Um, uh, the fuck, um, that's the thing with Captain Hammer and, the um, uh, uh, Dr. Horrible. Well, whatever. Yes. Dr. Horrible sing along vlog. The end of that where like he, you know, he killed the girl and that's kind of the it, but he's just like, yep, I'm going to do my evil thing. I'm going to have my magic. You know, I'm going to do the thing. I'm going to rule the world. Everything's going in my favor, but I feel nothing because I actually killed the one thing that matters to me. Mm-hmm. If that had been the show and like, they were like, L was the one, you know, that, that would have worked for me. Yeah. Do you have anything to go off about? Um, I haven't watched any media. Sure. New media. Uh, I did go to, this isn't like a recommendation for our listeners, but it's something fun I did. I did go to what is described as a rock climbing rave. Huh. I know. So we have a, a, a at the place I work, we have 
hired on a new vet tech. Mm-hmm. Um, and like first day, she just kind of wandered up to people and she's like, hey, you like rock climbing? And if you <laughs> suggested any interest whatsoever, she's like, cool, you're coming with me. Um, so now at least like once a week, I apparently go rock climbing. Uh-huh. But this past week, she's like, hey, we're going rock climbing tonight. I'm like, OK, cool. And she's just like, it's also a rave. So you have to bring a light. And I'm just like, what? And she's like, yeah, they turn off the lights and they put on some music and then you climb in the dark. And I said, hello. And she's like, yeah, you're going. <laughs> So I went to a rock climbing rave um, on Friday, and a very cute man taught me how to rock climb, and I will never see him again. Damn. You so that know. was fun. You never know. Yeah, no, I have to keep going to that one place. Yeah, you keep there. having to go <laughs> to that. Uh, just, oh no, I'm here again. Every rave night, you have to be like, hmm, will I see? Just, oh no, I'm here again. What are the odds? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you can do the come here often. Yeah, I can be like, oh, it's you. <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I spent my Friday night. Hell yeah. That right? sounds like it kicks ass. I mean, if we if we're if we're just like plugging like, you know, activities that we done, my my fellowship yeah. game still really kicks ass. Um It does. Yeah. I'm having a good time with it. We're we're doing some we're 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 sort of in a space where like we're on the brink of some very fun like character development, and I'm like very fucking hyped for the next session. Dan is a good GM, just like fucking period bar none. The world kicks ass. Like I'm super like, yeah, I'm just super into it. You ever have it's like good. one of those RPG, you know, campaigns where that's just like all you want to think about, and you're like thinking about your character so much and all the shit they're getting into. Yeah, hell yeah, it's good. It's good. It's it's called self care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So is that all we have for this week? I think that's it. I, I think believe that, so. I think that's it. Let's, so, let's let's fucking put this one underground. Let's fucking bury this one. Let's let's fucking right. put this one to bed. I will put the countdown to episodes where I become thirty to fifty feral hogs to <laughs> one week. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm very nervous. Get ready for that, listeners. Um, you can find the podcast at goldenwallhunting at twitter.com. You can find our email at goldenwallhunting at gmail.com. And you can find me on Twitter at GroovingGastly. Sky, you're up. You can find the podcast on Tumblr also at Hunting. You can find me on Tumblr at DinkusMcDonald. And you can find the Twitter at Sky underscore Bird 36. Uh, you can find my... Art Gallery at Fur Affinity. My username is Space Robot. Maybe go there for a commission. Boop, boop. Maybe go there and force force them to make a picture of um uh uh, uh God, my brain just blanked completely. <laughs> is it Seismitoad, Col- political correctness chan. Yeah, political correctness <laughs> chan and seismitoad. A code and an intimate moment in a bread aisle. Mm. Yep. Mm. Yep. Their slimy fingers just touch. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one very slimy bag. <laughs> what? Oh no, the last. Oh no, there's only one loaf of very slimy bread. Oh no. Oh. Oh no. Our hands, they're touching. Oh. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, we're on record as as just loving the texture of slime on this podcast for sure. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have to report something. Sure. So oh. the other the other day, I was um, trying to download more chapters of Umineko because I am slowly making my way through that. Um, fun game. All of you should play it. Um, and I was just scrolling through other VNs because I was bored out of my mind. Mm-hmm. And I did come across a VN that was called Tompa Dating Sim. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Where uh, much they to think you- about. Much to think about. Where Much to consider. <laughs> the premise was, what if you dated a garbage man in a garbage dump? Don't <laughs> from under <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna play that, and I'm gonna report back to y'all how that goes. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll get back to you guys on <laughs> if I woo Tompa. <laughs> Damn, does like does Tonpa try to break your spirit so badly that you never go on a date again? I don't know. I wanna find out. <laughs> yeah, God, tune in next time, folks. I'm I'm waiting to hear more. Time to time to go on a date with this dirty, dirty man. <laughs> don't drink any of the juice he offers you. That's right. <laughs> it's a great way to get cleaned out though. <laughs> for your date with Tonpa. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> okay well on that note listeners unlike tompa you are light Uh we say completely platonically that's right Mm -hmm. and sometimes you shine so bright that we must that we must end the podcast goodbye everybody goodbye